genuine repentance will always lead to an active faith and godly behavior. Those who say they believe in Christ and are God's children again do not live in a way <coughs> that produces and shows good fruit or like trees that in the end will be cut down and thrown into the fire. In today's Bible readings are Exodus 39 through 40, Mark 1 1 through Psalm 35, 1 through 16, and Proverbs 9, 11, and 12. Thank <laughs> you. 
God like the miracle 24 of Jesus parables not including parable type statements the second major feature is it is a gospel especially <coughs> especially written for the Romans explaining Jewish customs omitting all Jewish genealogies and birth stories translating Aramaic words and using Latin terms and the third major feature is it is a gospel that begins abruptly and moves rapidly from one episode to another <coughs> to making transitions using the Greek term for immediately which is used 42 times the fourth and last major feature is it is a gospel of clear and lively images and descriptions that report the Report the events of Jesus' life with a direct, brief, complete, and artistic style of a skilled writer. Now that we know the background and purpose, it's actually time to get into the text of Mark's Gospel, which starts in this way. Beginning with the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God, as it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make a straight path for him. And so John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for forgiveness for the, <coughs> for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locust and wild honey, and this was his message. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. That's Mark 1, 1 through 8. As we said in the introduction, Mark's gospel begins abruptly. There is no mention of Jesus' birth, nor is there any mention of the birth and background surrounding this man named John the Baptist, who is preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And what is this baptism of repentance that John is talking about? And why does Mark start his gospel in this way? So repentance is turning toward the opposite direction or making a complete change. In spiritual terms and in relation to God, it means to admit one's sin, turn from one's own way, surrender to God, and begin following his purposes. John's New Testament message, which focused on repentance, was much like the preaching of the Old Testament prophets. John John's practice of baptizing those who came to him in repentance was so characteristic of his ministry that he became known as the Baptist or the Baptizer. The word translated baptize here means to immerse. John immersed people to immerse, excuse me, John immersed people in water as an outward sign of inner spiritual cleansing which was relevant only if a person had returned from sin and devoted his or her life to God. <coughs> the baptism was not the main 
issue in receiving forgiveness for offenses against God. It was an important act, but only symbolic of a person's heart commitment. True repentance is what enables a person to receive God's gracious gift of forgiveness through faith in Jesus Christ. After Jesus' death and resurrection, baptism became more important because it was a sign of identifying with Christ in his death, burial, which is then being immersed in the water, and resurrection, rising up to live a new and spiritually transformed life. God always forgives those who truly repent and turn toward him. So everything we have just discussed answers the question of what is this baptism of repentance that John was bringing and talking about. But it does not answer the question of why Mark chose to start his gospel in this way. And the answer to that question is there had been no prophet in Israel for centuries. In other words, since the time of the last Old Testament prophet Micah, around 420 B.C. So John's ministry drew a lot of attention. As a result, there was a general spiritual awakening, which is a heightened interest in spiritual issues and renewed devotion to God in Judea and Galilee. Israel's spiritual climate particularly changed among the common people, helping to prepare the way for the full revelation and ministry of God's Son, Jesus Christ. Now we come to the very last verse in this opening scene from Mark's Gospel. After he comes, the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandal I am not worthy to stoop down and untie, I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. John the Baptist was the first one who preached the good news about Jesus and what his coming would mean for Israel and all people. Mark summarized John's preaching into a single theme, announcing the arrival of Jesus Christ, who would come and baptize, which is to immerse, cleanse, and empower his followers with the Holy Spirit. All those who accept Christ as Savior and Lord, which is the forgiver of their sins and leader of their lives, also should spread the message that Jesus is still the one, he is still the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit, which is the whole point of Mark's gospel, if you will recall, which is the whole point of the other three gospels, as we will see later. And tomorrow's Bible readings are Exodus, I mean Leviticus 1 through 3, Mark 1 29 through 2 12, Psalm 35 